Blog Talk Radio. I'm not afraid. Yeah. Willow Ridge High School. Been a ride. Class in character. Guess I had to go to that place. Reviving Willow Ridge High School. Now some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, follow me. You can try and read my lyrics off. Hello, 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 everyone. You're on live with The Real Jenny Presents Reviving Willow Ridge. Today is Wednesday, January 12, 2011. This is a very important broadcast because this is the first broadcast since the monumental board meeting uh, that we had uh, to really talk about these these actual issues. And so if you want to dial into the show, this is really important. I am doing a simulcast between Blog Talk Radio as well as Ustream. So hi to all my Ustream people that are that are logging in. If you want to get onto the show, the dial-in number is six four uh sorry, three four seven three four seven six three seven one eight three seven. Again, three four seven six three seven 1837. That's how you get onto the show and can have comments. Um, it has been more than a notion in a very contentious time in the Sugarland, Missouri City community. In particular, you know, Willow Ridge High School has, um, and the community, it's the community and the family has really stepped up to ask very simple questions. And some of those extremely simple questions are to just truly understand why, in fact, the the school, Willow Ridge High School, why is it on the chopping block? Why is it a consideration uh, for Willow Ridge to, uh, you know, to potentially close? Uh, There are some just shocking numbers that I've talked about in previous shows. Uh, whereas most of the schools have, you know, are over capacity, when you look at two high schools in particular, and this is high school standpoint, the two high schools that are under capacity and have the four grades, ninth through twelfth grade, the two high schools are uh, Willow Ridge High School and Marshall High School, and those two high schools are, when I say predominantly, that that's not even an accurate word. I mean, they have a handful. That's very accurate not a dramatization, a handful of non-minority students. And so it raises the question, unfortunately, today in our climate, that we have to ask ourselves, why does this exist? Now, I have, I believe this should be um, Shannon on, uh, or not Shannon, but uh, Eddie? Eddie May? Eddie May, yes. <laughs> May, Miss Spencer, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. I'm nervous. I need a nerve to you. What's going on? No, no, don't be nervous. This is, I mean, you played a very important role um, in uh, a couple of nights. Was it a couple or just one night? No, a couple of nights ago. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. A, a couple of nights ago uh, for that board meeting. And, you know, and it's, it's interesting if you if you listen to all the things and the ramblings in the community, um, I think many people have moved to the sentiment of, you know, a simple question, why is Willow Ridge um, in consideration for closing, uh, you know, as opposed to other alternatives being more prominently talked about? Um, you know, and then secondly, you know, what's the plan for improved student outcomes? Like no matter what you do, close the school, fine, but what happens to those students that are in the community? 
So so talk to me and, and describe for everyone exactly, uh, you know, what happened in that Fort Bend Independent School District board meeting. Okay, well, first of all, they had a zoning uh, meeting the first half before they had the actual, okay. uh, it was a zoning workshop before this uh, actual board meeting. And it was to talk about, um, first of all, let me just back up and say that Willow Ridge, Marshall, and Krista McCall, because Krista McCall Middle School is also possibly on the chopping block as well. Uh-huh. And, and that's, so, that's important. Uh, that's one of the right. schools. That's Feeder schools yeah, that's one of the feeder schools in Willow Ridge. And so it's also uh, one of those schools, uh, we, the Keep, My, Keep Willow Ridge Open.com committee members, we discussed, you know, it's going to have to be the sacrificial lamb. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, at the meeting uh, they, during the zoning workshop, they were discussing, uh, well, let's redraw the lines. And so we are Willow Ridge. Uh, all the schools on our side of town, where all the minorities are, uh, that's the east side of Fort Bend. All the other mm-hmm. schools, that's the west. So uh, the parents of the schools, the parents of the students in the other areas on the other side, the non-minority side predominantly, mm-hmm. uh, they didn't want their school, their children to be bused. And we were all oh. felt the same way. You know, they didn't want their schools to be closed, and they didn't want mm-hmm. their children to be bused to other schools. And, okay. uh, you know, they spent like over an hour discussing uh, elementary, you know, elementary students not being bused, not having them out of their neighborhood. Then they spent about mm-hmm. 45 minutes, uh, you know, on the middle schools and how they, the, uh, the parents got up and said, well, you know, my child's had to move, um, you know, every year since they've been in middle school and it's very hard for them to make friends and blah, 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 blah. And so then mm-hmm. they got to the high school, which the only schools they're talking about is, Willow Ridge and Marshall. They want to have uh-huh. a rush and let's, let's, let's wrap this up. No, that, that's not right. right. Why do you spend all this time on them? And then when you get to us, because we're the minorities, we're the only ones who are here for, for fighting for our, you know, schools, you want to hurry up and rush, rush the issues, rush the topics, so we don't really have time to hear what you have to say? Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. Then uh, they talked about with the with the white schools, the white elementaries, they want to make them, some of the options were to make it GT academies, gifted and talented academy, academies. But for mm-hmm. us on the east side, what they want to do, that one of, Fort Bend has offered two options, option one and option two. Option one okay. is they are going to table the issue. Not close McCullough, mm-hmm. not close Willow Ridge, not close Marshall for one year. They're going to do some okay. research. They're going to see what does it take to um, uh, turn one of those schools into a technical school because that's that's what they're looking to do. They want to turn one of these schools into a tech ed school where they can have okay. cosmetology, I guess, in shop or whatever else because that's all, in my opinion, to me this is what they're saying, that's all y'all minorities can do. You know, we can't okay. give y'all a GT program. We're just going to give y'all some skills because that's all y'all mm-hmm. worthy, worthy of. And mm-hmm. so we want to decide, you know, which school would be more feasible. Now, there weren't a lot of people there for Marshall, you know, community support-wise. But Marshall, the one of the board members said Marshall looks like a better choice because it's centrally located. Okay. okay. True. So mm-hmm. that's something that, I feel that, you know, Marshall is a relatively new school. They only opened it, I think, in 2003. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, that's something that a lot of people don't know is that Marshall's also on chopping block as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, then they discussed, uh, then the second option for it being uh, board members presented was that, you know, keep Marshall and Willowridge open and mm-hmm. then close down Chris McAuliffe and bus the students from Chris McAuliffe over to Missouri City Middle School and uh, Quail Valley Middle School. Wow. So that's, my thing on that is this. Exactly, yeah, that's, that's Jennifer. Quite a that is very far. And my yeah, thing on that, I like that was because now the the white parents were saying the same thing. They didn't want to. Some of the parents were like, "We don't want to have our kids ride the bus um, crossing over 59." Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we don't want our kids to have to ride three miles away. Mm-hmm. That's more than three miles away going to. Um, Going from uh, Mayfair Park, Ridgemont, Ridgegate, Brygate, the way to Missouri City and Quail Valley. Come on now, but they 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 were they were gonna make the changes for the white people, but for us that's that's a feasible option. Now let me ask you this. Let me Mm -hmm. ask you this question. On the on on the first option to turn Willow Ridge High School into a technical school, did did or Willow Ridge or or Marshall, one of the two, did or, they explain? Or, or Chris McCullough. Oh, Chris McCullough. I'm sorry. Did they explain uh-huh. the advantage of that? Uh, I mean, has the has the school has the district demonstrated a need for a technical school? Period. I mean, has there been rumblings or interest or requests for a technical school? Not to my knowledge, but you know Jennifer. For years, you know they always had the technical school over at Dulles. You know, you know they got the cosmetology program over there, and I think they right. have some kind of uh, auto shop over there. And they've always had that. They had that there when we were there. Right. That's but right. But now That's I guess right. they want to make their program, you know, make it larger and just have you know uh, one centrally located place where they can have all these different programs. Uh, mm-hmm. As a, as a tech ed program, as a tech ed facility. Mhm. Hmm. Interesting. And so, but did anybody give some compelling facts and reasons why the technical school made sense, or was it this is the no? Option? They didn't. This is just. This is just. They just discussed. You know, we we want to have a tech ed school. But my problem with, uh, and there were more. Each time we have meetings, uh, there are more people from the community from our side. That come, which is which is a good look. However, yeah. the problem that I have with us, us meaning minorities, the blacks and the browns. That's how I'm gonna refer mm-hmm. to them, the blacks and the browns. The problem okay. that we have is number one, which I said at the meeting that we had at the church on Sunday. You look in the audience, and it was maybe five uh, Hispanics in the audience. You know, mm-hmm. we need to support. You know. It, those areas, Ridgemont, Ridgegate, Mayfair Park, Brygate, are predominantly Hispanic now. When you go mm-hmm. down to that's, South, that's a predominantly Hispanic area. Willow Ridge's population is 40% Hispanic. That's so correct. So it can't just be all these black parents and black members of the community standing up to fight to say, no, you're not going to close our school down. We need the support of the Hispanics as well. And mm-hmm. so uh, what we want to do is we're going to try to go out to the community and get them and, you know, try to go out and inform them, let them know, hey, this is what's happening. Because of the fact that 
you know, in Hispanic culture, and this is, you know, this is a fact, it's not a secret, Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, somebody got up and spoke and said they had gone door knocking, and a lot of and they went knocked on 31 doors in like the Ridge Gate, Ridgemont area. And mm-hmm. most of those homes, there were two families living in one home, two or more families mm. living in one home. So that mm. being the case, and you know, in Hispanic culture, a lot of times once a little boy gets to like you know maybe junior high age or close to ninth grade or whatever, um, you know. Depending upon how set they are in their culture, you know that that option of finishing school is not an option. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right. And well, Hispanic females, you know, one year you're 15, you have your quinceanera, and the next year you're either getting married or you know you're having a baby and you're getting married. And a lot, and the principal said it's a fact. It's a lot of you know the students that are at Willow Ridge now are not like we were in the past. A lot of them are, are parents. You know, they're married, or sometimes mm-hmm. they're even the head of their household. And mm-hmm. what Willow Ridge supplies for the community is they have social workers now who can help students in whatever problems that they have. And in regards to Chris McAuliffe, and uh, that being a predominantly Hispanic community, and most of the most of the students at Willow Ridge, um, I think the fact is um, the actual number is, uh, I read that somewhere, it's like most of the students are like uh, 74% of the students are like economically disadvantaged in Willoughby. Oh, wow. So wow. if you're economically disadvantaged, a lot of times maybe maybe your family may or may not have a car. So say mm-hmm. you miss your bus to go to school way over to Quail Valley. Quail Valley from Richmond is probably, I'd say, at least eh, maybe about 7 to 10 miles away. Give That's right. Mm-hmm. And so if you miss your bus, your mama don't have a car, mm-hmm. how are you going to get to school? You're just not and going to school. Chris, you give up. Not, Eventually you right. give up. Exactly. That's right. So why would you take these opportunities away from our children, but it's okay for the children on the other side to be able to still go to school in their neighborhood? That's, that's correct. Well, you know, the the, the issue, um, I think a recurring theme that all of us have been talking about is um is access just simple access to education and 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 that is that is supposed to be a right that we as citizens of the United States have which is free access to education and what i am terribly terribly concerned about is that a move like this limits the true free and clear access to education, which stumps the future and our growth in that area and the love for the area and the innovation in that area. All of that dies out when we begin to limit access to education. And so I, you know, I am terribly confused that uh, as a school district that the one of the most prominent options, again, has to do with, in my eyes, limiting access to education. Correct. I'm terribly confused with this. And so what were, I mean, because I'm looking on, you know, Google, and, I mean, it looks like there were a ton and ton of people out to 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 support this issue. What was the reaction, do you think, just from the actual crowd? Uh, from from our people, uh, we, we, we were, this, with the, the option, especially the first option, uh, mm-hmm. the, it's unacceptable. 
And mm-hmm. when we had our, when we had our uh, meeting, stakeholders meeting, in preparation for the board meeting uh, on Monday, uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Hauser, um, Willow Ridge alum from 1991, my classmate, I mean Kevin Riles, excuse me, made oh, an mm-hmm. excellent point. And that point mm-hmm. is this. If you if the board decides to close Willow Ridge, we will not vote for any of your bonds ever. And you need mm-hmm. bonds to um to build schools. Now mm-hmm. Fort Bend ISD is steady building schools, but they say they don't have no money. They say, I, mm-hmm. think they, I think their numbers are that they're fifty two million dollars in debt and to close Willow Ridge or any one of them schools would save them like two million dollars. Now That's- I'm not a mathematician, but what is two mm-hmm. million or fifty two million? Mhm. Absolutely. Nothing. That's nothing. No. And so, you know, we also we we also mentioned the fact because they were saying they want to build a new middle school mm-hmm. uh, over there near um, Teal Run in our Fresno area, and so mm-hmm. uh, kind of by High Tower. But okay. All right. The, those mm-hmm. students could be, but instead of building a new school, spending money that you don't have, because remember, you don't have no money to keep open Willow Ridge, Marshall and uh, Chris McCollum. So instead of spending that money, why couldn't you just bust those students to Chris McCollum? And so that that way, therefore, their enrollment numbers can be built back up again. Well, you know what's what's, what's funny, um, Eddie May, is that I always find it fascinating that when budget cuts come, instead of training the administration to better handle a budget, so you don't get to a shortfall. Right. Instead of doing that, they tend to cut the access and the education for the students. I yeah, don't get how you exactly. a, Because what's going to happen, you know, let's find, let's just say they, they go crazy and close Marshall and Willow Ridge High School. It still doesn't change the fact that the administration was there. They were an observer. They were an active participant as they watched themselves get to $52 million into a deficit. So what makes me believe that in a few years they're not going to let themselves get to another $52 million deficit because how did they really fix, how did they really fix the actual problem? You know, and that, and that, I think that's what's so concerning to me is that, you know, is, you know, is the real issue you know, Willow Ridge, Willow Ridge and Marshall can't be expensive to a school district. It's education. But what is expensive is when you look at the manner in which funds have been used along the years. And if we can shore up those things, we can guarantee we'll begin to close the gap. There are, I feel very confident, there are tons of corporations that would love to have access to a Willow Ridge High School, to a Marshall High School, to support the community and help shape young minds. I would love, I would absolutely love to see uh, Texas Instruments and American Airlines, you know, a large corporation, you know, a, a, a GE, come in and say we're going to have, you know, math-sponsored programs and science-sponsored programs, and we're going to we're going to make donations to the school district to take an active role in raising talent. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, know at what point do you make a criminal out of the victim? And, you know, that's a line from Malcolm X. I, I said I'm trying to be militant, but I will say, you know, that's one of the things that, that Malcolm X talked about shortly before he died is how are you going to make a criminal out of the victim? 
And in the same token, how do we say that this school, the, the teachers, the students, don't deserve the access in that area and you turn them into basically the root cause of the problem? Well, you know, and, and another thing that I think that we should also address is, you know, Jennifer, when we went to school, you and I, you came out after mm -hmm. me, uh, mm -hmm. our, Willow Ridge was the only school that was no Marshall. You know, everybody right. afford to go to to go into Willow Ridge. Willow Ridge was the only school on that side of town. Okay, mm -hmm. Willow Ridge has a rich history, um, and they forbid Willow Ridge made a lot of money for Fort Bend ISD. Absolutely. Nobody even knew about that little district until Willow Ridge mm -hmm. came around. Because if you and you you know like I know, yeah, Willow Ridge is actually in Houston. Let's just keep that's it correct. And whenever we, whenever we would do anything good athletic-wise, you know, with Michael Miller or whoever the athlete of the day was, it would mm -hmm. automatically turn into uh, Fort Bend ISD, Willow Ridge, Sugar Land. Willow Ridge ain't That's nowhere near Sugar Land, okay? That's correct. That's Fort correct. Fort Bend built uh, their district up on the back of Willow Ridge, all right? There would not be a Marshall High School to take the students from Willow Ridge without a, uh, but there would not be a Marshall High School without a Willow Ridge because you had to get the students from somewhere, all right? And there would not and, be and there wouldn't be a Kemp or a Clements that were both built after Willow Ridge. There would not after be Willow those Ridge. schools. Willow Ridge did not have the amount of success it had to continue to attract talent, not just on the athletic field, but academically. Academically and the band. Let's not forget the band. Okay. And the band, that's correct. Let's not that forget the band. And I so mean, now, after you pimped Willow Ridge out for everything that you could, you took all our students, and then you want to say, well, you know what? You are, you are, your um, your population is just too low. You know, y'all don't have enough students. Well, hell, you built three schools on Willow Ridge's back, and then you mm -hmm. want to say, mm, y'all don't have enough students to keep it open. Really? Why? Really? Really? Mm -hmm. And you know I, I mean it's like we, we, it's like, you know, you 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 gonna keep on giving us this uh Gatorade with antifreeze in it and keep on telling us to drink it. You know, how long are we supposed to drink the Kool Aid? That's right. Well, you know what it's interesting to me, um, if I take a step back and look at, you know, some just common themes. I see with HBCUs, for instance, um, I see a lot of uh, non HBCUs, so let's just so let's just say the you know, historically white uh, institutions. Um, okay. A lot of those institutions will build satellite schools and put their satellite schools, I mean, almost right across the street from an HBCU and have competing programs, so that if a student says, "Well, I'm going to go to college," they're getting heavily recruited away from an HBCU to say, no, you want your degree from this institution. You don't want it from an HBCU. And so right. I've been watching this trend happen across the country. And what I'm terribly interested in is is that kind of what we're seeing on the high school level in Fort Bend ISD. You create these schools close by, and then, you know, and with creative zoning, you're really attracting a majority of the students just by virtue of how you scoop them up. And right. you create an environment that says better and worse, right? If I go to mm -hmm. – I have, 
I just have to say this, and I hope tons of people listen. If you go to YouTube today, YouTube is touted as either the second or the third largest uh, website in the world. It is the top. It's the second highest search engine under Google. Okay. If you go to YouTube and and you do a search for Willow Ridge High School, your jaw will drop. Kids, you've got to stop putting ignorance out on YouTube because that shapes the images of what people believe that high school is. It shapes the mm-hmm. images. And, you know, what I am concerned about is that people see this formulated image because they don't know, right? Just go to YouTube and see what Willow Ridge is about. And you see fights and ignorance and foolishness. And all of the things we talk about sound sound fake and phony. I mean, Willow Ridge High School was the first high school to ever lead the Rose Bowl Parade. Yes. The first high school yes. to do it. And that was in January of 1993, I want to say. I mean, mm-hmm. there were some some indelible marks that were made on that school, but unfortunately it's not being showed. And it's so critically important that all of us that were that were not just observers but participants in the glory that is and that, and that was Willow Ridge High School that we stand up to represent what it was to us then and how it's made us today because it's made us active contributors to our societies. Uh, for people to find out, uh, tell me the website again because I do not want to mess it up. It's uh, keepwillowridgeopen.com. KeepWillowRidgeOpen.com. KeepWillowRidgeOpen.com is going to be our nerve center, everyone, for how we find information out about the, the, the stakeholder meetings and how we really organize. And it's not just about African Americans. This is about attracting people who are genuinely interested in keeping access to education, positive access, and equal access to education in that community. Um, I, right. it does let, let, me like, just, let me just interject. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to say that we are, uh, we've had, each time we have a stakeholder meeting, there are more people to come. But uh, this uh, Saturday, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what the exact date is, but this Saturday we're going to have a, meet, um, a community-wide Keep Willow Ridge Open Committee mixer. It's for okay. not only Willow Ridge alumni, but anybody uh, on this side of Fort Bend County, uh, on the east mm-hmm. side, who's interested mm-hmm. in what's going on. Because even if you don't have children mm-hmm. at Willow Ridge, ultimately this does affect you. At Willow Ridge or Marshall or Chris McCullough, ultimately it does affect you. Because, you know, it's, it's like the school board is out of control. They're spending our money uh, wastefully. And, you know, mm-hmm. we need to, we want to make people aware. We want to have this movement and make people aware of what's going on. And so many times, us, our people, Hispanics and blacks, we don't actively participate in what's going on, so we don't know. You know, a lot of times we don't like to read. You know, we just want, like, little stuff that's quick, like a text message. And so mm-hmm. we decided that we're going to get together and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we, we attend these meetings and we want to come back and bring this information to the community so that you can be informed and know what's going on and help you to make informed choices when it comes to election time. Um, mm-hmm. So at this uh, at Friday, this grill on the corner of 1092 and Cartwright, uh, we're going to have uh, from 3P to 7P, we're going to have an uh, alumni mixer 
anyone could come. And what we're going to do is just keep people uh, abreast of what's going on in your community, whatever it may be. And we're also going to have a voter registration drive because I think there's a bond issue coming up sometime uh, April or May or something like that. Excellent. Excellent. Everybody needs to come out and and they need to put their put what they voting on a t shirt. Like I make no mistake, it might be a it might be a private box, but I'm gonna tell you now what I'm voting for. And you right. should you should vote to you should vote based on the support that that you're receiving. It's, I mean I hate to make it sound retaliatory, but unfortunately you paint a person. My favorite phrase anime is that you you paint a person into a corner and don't be shocked when they walk on the wet paint because that's, that's not they paint, they paint. So the school district is painting the people in the community into a corner. And, you know, Fort Bend ISD, do not be shocked. That's a bad tactic to basically limit choices and limit discussions. It's a very bad tactic. It's a dangerous one, which will have reverberations, and there will be a way with things that you want to do for the entire school district that because you have done this to this community, that this is what's going to happen. It's, it's as simple as that. Now, have there been any attempts, Eddie, maybe beyond uh, these board meetings to have, you know, some level of community discussion with with the school board? Ha- has there been any of that organized or even talked about? Yeah, the um, – uh Three members of the school board came to our meeting on Sunday. Uh, the president, okay. uh, Ms. Bushnell, uh, I think his name is Mr. Babb, came. And then I – oh, and I, uh, the uh, the one African-American member on the school board, her name is Ms. Glover. Like, Mr. Glover. Wait a minute. Ms. Ms. Glover. Wait, I'm going to pause you there for a moment. You just okay. said the, the one African-American member? The one. On the, the one. You know, like one, two. But don't get the two, one, the one so African-American member. So has six, has five white students and one, I believe, American Indian student, and 40, 40% are Hispanic, 60% are black, but the school board almost has the reverse in representation? Uh, yeah, they have uh, one African-American woman, uh, okay. and they have a um, a male and he looks like a Caucasian, but his last name is Mendez or Menendez. Oh. So he has a Spanish surname, but he doesn't look Spanish, but he has a Spanish surname. So, yes, and these are the people that we elected to, mm-hmm. um, you know, make decisions for us in our, mm-hmm. quote, unquote, best interest. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got a comment coming in on the chat that said that there are probably only three supporters on the board for keeping Willow Ridge open. Do you think that's true? Um, you know what? The funny thing is, uh, after the meeting, after because uh, we had three speakers, we had Ms. Williams who taught uh, uh, biology at Willow Ridge for she was there for 28 years. She spoke. Mm-hmm. Kevin uh, Kevin Ryle spoke. And so did, mm-hmm. uh, I think Sonia's last name is Sonia Garcia. She graduated in 90. And mm-hmm. uh, they all spoke. Uh, they were excellent. And uh, if you go on to the KeepWillowRidgeOpen.com website, uh, we have clips of um, what they said. And so after they had a break during the meeting, and so afterwards, uh, I think Mr. Babb and the school board president, 
Miss Bushnell, they all ran up to Kevin. And I'm very nosy. I'm very nosy. Mm. And I'm going to get the 411. If you want another 411, you come to me, baby, because I'm going to have it. And so I That's stood there and I watched them. Yes, baby. And so I stood there and I watched them talk to uh, to Kevin. And so they both were like, well, you know, you just you all just need to wait. Just, just need to wait. You know, let us get the facts. Let's get the facts. You know, let's not, uh, you know, let's, let's just wait. Let's just wait and see. What are we waiting to see for? You know, right. we all said, okay, if, 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 if something has to be done, we'll go with option two. We'll sacrifice Kristen McCullough so you can keep open Willow Ridge and Marshall. If we have to be That's a sacrificial right. lamb, it sounds like to us that the best thing is just we're going to take number two. And so mm-hmm. then they were both like, no, just table it. It's table the issue. Well, honey, I am a conspiracy theorist, and I think that's a conspiracy. I, you know, and I told them, uh, the, the members of our committee, I said, you know, yeah, I don't believe, I don't trust them because why is it that you all of a sudden now want us to table, uh, you know, table the options and just wait mm-hmm. here? Because that will, mm-hmm. you know, that will allow them to pass a bond under our noses to get what that's they want, right. and then on the back end, oh, well, we're gonna close the school anyway. Well, well, you know what, Eddie May, what, what it also does to table the discussion for a year, a year, in theory, you know, if this is if this is a, a conspiracy theory, they're probably believing that surely this crowd, this growing crowd, we'll of concern, mm-hmm. will wear down and not be able mm-hmm. to stay for an entire year. So when it comes up again, they probably say we'll have to reorganize and we won't be able to be organized enough. Right now, what it tells me is is that there's a concern that the strength in the community is stronger than than you know what they have. You know, on, exactly. On and so that exactly. to me is indication of that. Now let me ask you this. Is anybody able to submit solutions other than solution one and solution two? I mean, what if, and this is just, this is like the big what if. I mean, what if we took an ad out, you know, in the Houston Chronicle and say, here's some solutions. FBISD, try this, try this, try this, try this, try this. I mean, that's a very nice thing about a year is that, you know, it does give us an opportunity to submit solutions, to then say, you know, why have you not considered the 15 other solutions that we've come up with to revive the school? Because at the end of the day, if they could bring, if, if they could bring students and revenue to the school, they could care, then they wouldn't close it. You know, if they're telling me if it's really about revenue, then let's help them fix their revenue problem. Well, yeah, this is the if, thing. If that's the problem, let's fix the revenue problem. I'm quite sure with all of the resources that alumni has, I'm quite sure that we can creatively and innovatively figure out how we attract the funds to that school. If this was a private school, that's exactly what would happen. Uh, you know, the, the parents in the community of a private school would band together, do fundraisers and all kinds of things to save their private school. And so in the same token, if revenue is the problem, then let's let's divvy up amongst all the schools and say, look, this is how all the schools have to contribute from a revenue standpoint. Mm-hmm. It's not $50 million on Willow Ridge and Marshall to help close the gap. I mean, it's a school district. And so, I mean, 
if if it's just revenue, if that is just the problem, it's just purely revenue. And, you know, I, I mean, you know, I think we're going to unearth as we continue to push, like if we came up with that solution, there would be a but, whatever, right? We'll continue to unearth, I think, some root causes that have nothing to do with equality, that have nothing to do with fairness. And, you know, and, and, I, and I, I personally, I'm a very good conspiracy theorist, and I hate to be that way, but I'm sorry. I mean, this looks like a duck. It's quacking like a duck. I don't know what else to say because the school has had so many accolades and you know over the years. I don't know why you shut off something positive, you know, just you know for for what reason? And I've yet to hear about positive student outcomes. I've yet to hear how a change like that would would not have a negative impact on the kids. I've yet to. This, Talk about that. They talk about, you know, like a feasibility study. If, in fact, they close it, what happens from a high school dropout standpoint, from a social services standpoint? Did anybody talk about that in the meeting? Well, you know, during a school board meeting, the school board, you make your statement, whatever it is, and they normally don't say anything. They just listen to you. They might, they they don't say anything. So, you know, we made our pleas, and, you know, that's it till the next school board meeting. So, um, I, you know, like you said, I'm a conspiracy theorist, and I think that Fort Bend's new uh, motto should be Fort Bend ISD. We provide separate and unequal opportunities for all our students. Because, yeah. you know, Clemens, Kipner, I think it's Clemens and Elkins, or Clemens and I know Clemens for a fact is at 104% capacity, okay? And there wow. were some parents that wanted 31 more students from the neighborhood of uh, Telfair or Avalon. They want their students to go to Clemens. They did not care. They want them to go to Clemens. And so the school board was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, we can do that. But nobody wants to come to these, quote, unquote, minority schools, you know, the schools on the east side. And to me, Jennifer, if you don't have money, how, if you don't have money, how are you able to pay for these, you know, studies uh, to see if we can use it, if, if it would be feasible to use Chris McCullough for whatever, uh, Chris McCullough for Willow Ridge for a technology building? You don't have the money. So why? So to me, the easiest solution is to do rezoning, redraw the lines so that you don't have to, you can utilize the resources that you already have. You already have mm-hmm. tools that you can use, so until you get money, you know, shuffle these children around, make it where they don't have a choice. This is the school you're going to go to, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, now, that to me, now, that's not the easy solution because of the fact that you don't have money. You know, it's just like if you say, well, I don't have no money, but I'm going to go out and buy me a big body beans. Really? How do you do that? Really? Well, let me propose this. Eddie May, on your job. If you lose $52 million for your company, do you think you're going to have a job tomorrow? Uh, hmm. What you think? Do you think they're going to blame the customers of the company for the reason why? Or are they going to blame you, the person who had the purse strings for the $52 million? Exactly. And another thing I want you to know that I want you to listen to you when you listen to know is this. Okay, this has got, been an ongoing thing. You know, they have been taking students from Willow Ridge for about 10 years, you know, and they've been mm-hmm. threatening to close Willow Ridge for about seven years, okay? That's right. And so when you go to the budget meetings, 
Mm-hmm. They are only concerned about, okay, this is what we're going to do for these students for um, the next couple of years. So they say, you know, well, if we move these students over, uh, we bust them here, there, whatever, then by we'll have to re go back and relook at this in 2012 or 2013. Now, mm-hmm. my thing is this. Why are you just having short-term goals? Why don't you have long-term goals? You know, that's the that's problem. Right. You keep on making these short-term goals, and it's not working out. You need to look at the big picture. You know, mm-hmm. when they built this area that we live in, this this older area, um, you know, Brygate, uh, Ridgegate, Ridgemont, all this, mm-hmm. the Hunters Glens area, this is not, this yep. area is established. They're not building new houses out here. So they should have that's never right. touched these zoning lines over in this area. They should have been, that's this correct. is where it is. You all go to Willow Ridge, and that's that. Now, you know, these That's other right. areas over there, Highway 6, all of our Highway 6, I can see with them redrawing those lines, but these lines should have never been touched, and then we would have never had to deal with this issue. Mm-hmm. Well, that's you know, why I'm voting this, the board. I'm thinking the board is being run by idiots. <laughs> well, you know, I, I will say that, you know, they always say knowledge is power and information. You know, I'm okay if if you make a mistake. I'm not okay if you make a decision and you lack the proper information because that means Correct. you're making an uninformed decision, and that's what an mm-hmm. idiot does. It, and, and an idiot makes an uninformed decision. An idiot decides to make a decision even though they know they don't have all the information. And exactly. so, you know, I, I would absolutely suggest that along the way a lot of mistakes were probably made as to the decisions for rezoning. But, and again, you know, not that I'm trying to bring Malcolm X to this or, you know, or not that I'm trying to be militant, but I will say, at what point do you just, do you stop saying it's a mistake, and at what point do you say, I think they're really good at this? Looks like they're experts at rezoning. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think, I don't think it's that they didn't know. I think they're experts at creating this because it mm-hmm. takes a skilled person to get, to have, Schools that are over capacity, right next door to schools that are at seventy and sixty-five percent. I, I don't you. think okay. a dummy does. I don't think a dummy can do that. That's you know, still I, had a I, job. I what are you saying? I said it still had that job. Still have a job. See, I, I just, you know, I would love. It would be interesting and great entertainment to call them idiots, but I just don't think that they are. Because I just don't think an idiot could stumble onto something like that. Uh, you know, I think it takes a, an, an expert, a very skilled person, making some purposeful decisions incrementally along the way to create an, an overcapacity school right next door to a school that that is, you know, that's got seventy percent capacity. That's a, that's an expert. If you ask me, and that's one thing that that uh, that Malcolm X talked about. He said we gotta stop making excuses for people. They say just didn't know. They look like experts. They keep repetitively doing the same problem. That's an expert. Any other mm-hmm. place, it would be an expert. So okay, so we've got almost almost one minute left. So let me just say this again: If you want to learn more information about how to understand from the stakeholders' viewpoint what's going on, how to support it, how to keep the movement going so that we can create a positive outcome for everybody involved. You need to go to keeping or keepwillaridgeopen.com. Keepwillaridgeopen.com. That is the place to go. 
If you're listening in and you've got a Facebook and a Twitter page, Facebook this, tweet this. Those things show up on search tools. I need everyone to go and do a press release. Press releases can be free. Go to pr-inside.com and write a press release about your own personal involvement in this movement. We've got to start having more images out there on the net of what the movement really looks like. You know, this is this revolution has to be live. It has to be you know, it has to be live. Go out on YouTube, create videos. I'll be doing it to talk about Willow Ridge High School. We've got to combat some of the negative images that people believe of Willow Ridge High School because that is only a small portion of Willow Ridge, like like it's a small portion of every school in Fort Bend and every school across the country. But that school has much more positive images than it has negative images and much more positive impact than it has negative impact. Okay, Eddie May, I just have to thank you so very much for joining me. Thank I hope you, girl. You I enjoyed myself. Very good. Okay, so, again, every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, you have been on live with The Real Jenny on Reviving Willow Ridge. Fun has been real, and trust me, we shall do this again. I'm not afraid. Yeah. Willow Ridge High School. Been a ride. Class and character. Yes, I had to go to that place. Reviving Willow Ridge High School. Now, some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. I'll get you there.